was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Braves, well, most of the Braves and the Warriors are in their beds. The sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, especially a sky like today. And... All the boys and all the counselors look over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Today is the 21st of July. Brian Padilla is HOD tonight. Flags brought to you by Cole Council, group leader. It's an alphabet day A. We're going back around the horn again. OD shift belongs to the Spartans and Cobble Lounge cleanup is the waterfront staff. The weather forecast today, everybody, was a little bit of scattered thunderstorms, and they never happened. All it was was sunny all day long, 88 degrees. I think it was more like 91, but, you know, science, I guess. And a very, very happy birthday to one of our first-year boys, Harrison Knapp, a boy whose happiness and kindness just radiates out of him. You should have seen this kid during the birthday celebration. You've probably already seen these pictures in other versions of birthdays but the way it works when it's your birthday just in case you're wondering is that you get called out by Cole Council he just is the guy that does that not sure how that happened but he is you get put up on a chair all of your friends jump out of their tables and chairs and come running over then everybody else comes running over so your bunk's right in front of you and then the rest of all of camp pretty much comes over and they just begin asking you questions. You get a mic in your face. Hey, Harrison, what's your favorite color? And he answers. And no matter what, on your birthday, no matter what your answers are, the entire dining hall goes completely ballistic when you say whatever it is you say. The only one that sometimes gets booze is when you are asked the traditional question, which color would you prefer if you're in color war, blue or gray? Every time someone says blue, people who prefer gray, boo, and vice versa. And Harrison was just beside himself. Such a huge grin. Such a lovely boy. Such a happy birthday. Today's events. 11 and under basketball practice during Cabo Choice. 12 and under football practice during Cabo Choice. And 13 and under basketball practice during Lakeside. 15 and under lax practice also during Lakeside. And 15 and under volleyball during Cabo Choice. That's volleyball practice. Today during Lakeside, we definitely went swimming. It was mandatory. Everybody go swimming. I announced it so many times that I heard shouts of, we heard you from council. Because, you know, everyone's got to cool off. Lots of sunscreen and water happened today. And laundry day. Tomorrow's going to be Tumble Down, Traveler, Kineo, and Sachem. Sachem needs their laundry done. Fun fact about one of our Cobbacy staff, Jason Little, our excellent older kids counselor, Loves skydiving and plans to join Navy Special Ops after college. He's a remarkable counselor and we wish him the best, of course. 
Evening activities this evening. Half of the Braves had MTV night prep, and half of the Braves had Spirit Island. I just got back. We'll talk about that in a second. And Warriors had Coos Canyon prep, which is pretty cool. Lots of small fires scattered all over the road as the boys learned to tend properly the fires they build. Council and Sachem had Watermelon League tonight, and then on deck. Braves have Watermelon League tomorrow night. Warriors have, half of them have Coos Canyon prep, the other half have group night. Then Council and Sachem have Watermelon League again. In the hole, Braves have Braves Day. That's right, when everybody else goes on their trips, the Braves get to have the run of the place. The best food, the best wake-up songs, the best outfits, maybe a shaving cream fight. Half of the Warriors are headed to Coos Canyon, and the other half are headed to Funtown Splashtown with Council and Sachem. Kaba choices for today. For the Braves, there was a Spider Island swim. That's the second longest swim we do. Also, blobbing with Braden. That's where you get sent off the blob by a very large lacrosse counselor, which is pretty great. Imagine the squeals of glee. That. Squash at squash, and then driving range golf, but also disc golf at the office. That's right. We're the uh, Our wonderful accountant, our accounting intern, is also a serious golfer. He is uh, every inch the accountant, and he's also randomly good at a bunch of sports, including golf and, wait for it, pickleball. Gaga at the Gaga Pit, and then cartoon drawing at Marsan Center. Warriors today had the swim to Spider Island also. Water skiing at the waterfront, wakeboarding at the waterfront, fire building with Jonesy, which was very popular, lacrosse at the upper fields, open tennis, uh, obviously a tennis, and then spike ball at the Warriors field. Council and Sachem also did the Spider Island swim. They had fishing at the waterfront, leap of faith at the adventure area, ultimate frisbee at the upper fields, and five-on-five basketball at the Cabo And that was your Blue Sheet Report for today, 21st of July, 2019. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. This is what I saw today. The anecdotes today are pretty different. I'm going to start with Spirit Island, even though it happened later. But Spirit Island is the, the trip that the Braves get to go on, and it is definitely a rite of passage. It's also a completely mind-blowing experience if you're a city kid and don't do a lot of stuff outdoors. We have this gorgeous island. It's called Spirit Island. It's about 500 feet from shore, right across from the waterfront, just off to its left as you look out. There's Spider Island, but Spirit Island is really the main event. There are loon nests on Spirit Island. There are osprey nests up in the trees in Spirit Island. The loons hang out near the island. There's really good fishing there. There's also a cove around the back where you get to swim. And we have our own dock that we put out every year. It's all temporary structures out there. And the Braves have these tents. They go over and they put them up. They learn how to put them up two nights before. They make a fire. They have dinner after they swim in the beautiful lake. And it's just a different orientation. You can you can see more things from Spirit Island. One of the interesting things about Camp Cobbacy for boys is that you don't actually see any sunsets because our whole hill faces the sun shadow. So we get really good sunrises, but we can't really see sunsets from where we are. But you can sure see them from Spirit Island because you're looking back at Cobbacy. 
So just the most beautiful skies. We got really lucky with weather. It's just cooling off. Tomorrow's going to be 78 degrees. So tonight it's doing that transition thing without a storm where it suddenly just is cooler. That's happening now. And the boys, when we went over, we always take always a few staff come up to me at dinner and say, hey, are you going over to Spirit Island tonight? And I say, yes. And they say, can we come with you? And then depending on which staff members it is and how jumpy and squirrely they are, I say, okay, well, canoe, you seem calm. Or if they seem a little jumpy or there's more than one or five, we take a boat, a motorboat. So tonight was just Jack, the dining hall steward and fix-it man for Res Life, and also Ryan, our operations director. And they just go because they love it. It's just so cool to see the little ones arrayed perfectly around a campfire. They are so excited to be over there. It is like everything they imagined. It's just like that. It is just exactly what you think it would be if a whole bunch of boys and their good counselors went and spent the night on their own island. When I got over there tonight, the boys were, some of them stripped to the waist because it's still pretty warm. They were gleaming with uh, excitement. They were so into all the things they knew. They'd already heard all, there's a, there's a series of, of levels to the evening. They get dinner and they sit around and do some skits and songs and are super silly. And then they, as the sugar wears off, they, um, they do some, some quieter songs. And then the leader of their age group, Tori, talks about color war coming and what that means and what they might aspire to be and the boys who have been to color war before tell a few of their stories it's pretty cool to hear that their versions of it and the fire is glowing and the boys are all staring right into the flames and they're doing that thing where they put their body up against whoever's near them whether it's another one of their bunk mates or their counselor or one of the residents life leadership who's there or me if i'm there or the people who came over with me in the canoes and the tradition is that I have three or four stories of animals that happened to me back in the day. And they have scary names, but they're not scary. There's the story of the headless moose, the story of the invisible cougar, and the story of the bear who couldn't climb trees. These are all things that, uh, I, that, that happened to me, except for the invisible cougar that happened to my dad's best friend. And uh, they are now sort of legendary stories, and the boys get to vote on which one they want to hear. And it's almost always the headless moose, because, you know, a cool title but tonight it was the invisible cougar and the boys there's sections of it where i have them pretend to be hunters and to be silent and still and right as we got silent and still a couple loons from far away set off a call and a boy said is that a wolf and we said no that's a loon and it's that moment those moments like that that really are touchstones i mean that boy is touching the wild maybe for the first time maybe just in this one specific example, but they're just eight or nine, and there they are on their own island, surrounded by counselors who care about them, gonna keep them safe, gather around a fire, their imaginations soaring to the mountains of Idaho for the story, and right back to the island just off the shore of Camp Cravacy for Boys, and the loon is sounding off, and it's still and quiet. Tomorrow morning, they're going to wake up. They're going to be so excited that they stayed the night over. They're going to feel like conquering heroes. They'll come back. Have a, they'll have an early morning swim and some breakfast, and they'll come back and have a second breakfast, because why not? And they'll have the day, and they'll have this memory for literally the rest of their lives. Long time from now, maybe when I'm gone, some boy will be telling some, now a man will be telling some other younger, probably eight-year-old about how they used to sleep over on Spirit Island back when they were campers at Camp Cravacy for Boys, and it'll be tonight that they're talking about.
And even though this is kind of going long, I just feel like I have to tell you about this other thing that happened today, which is that I like to get on my bike and go around and see program areas. And today I came out of the woods above lacrosse, and there was a small lacrosse elective happening there, and there were seven or eight boys, and then there was our awesome lacrosse director, whose name is Kieran, and he likes when he has small groups to send his other lacrosse guys away so they can rest and, and or go to other program areas, and he'd done that. So it was just him and nine boys older boys and some of them two of them really good lacrosse players and i just came to watch but he he's karen so he invited me down and i have no idea what i'm doing in lacrosse i've held a stick three or four times in my life it's not a really big thing back where i grew up in washington state and i got to get down in the drill it was a, it was a passing and shooting drill and i just lined up with the boys and there's just a uh, there's an easiness to the boys here after the first five days on the sports field with a good instructor or a good leader there's a uh, if you'll pardon the the reach there's a visual rhetoric there's a visual communication to how they interact with each other that doesn't have the monkey on their back of social rank and they're just enjoying each other and laughing and that may be one of my favorite things about an all boys camp is this this thing the thing i'm describing is everywhere and all you have to do is just go get in the game and it's happening the drill is simple you pass the the ball to a a rebounder and you catch it off the rebounder and you whip it at the net and you're trying to get into a it's like pool you try i climbed upper right pocket someone else claimed the lower left pocket someone else claimed the middle blah 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 and you're trying to get three into your pocket and you advance out of the game um you're done and if someone else shoots into your pocket and closes it out then you're done and not the good way and it's not even it's barely competitive it's just this fun skills game and Every so often, someone will get one of the tosses wrong because some of these boys are not lacrosse players, and the ball will sail wildly over the backstop and away, and everybody will chuckle. But it's this, like, ha-ha, that was funny thing, not a ha-ha, you're stupid, or ha-ha, you suck. It's a ha-ha, that ball went really far, and everybody chuckles, and the kid, like, you know, goes, ah, and chuckles himself and runs over and gets it, comes back, and he's back in the... Back in the drill, it's there's a freeness to it. Cobbesy families, uh, laughter, a free, a free physicality to it that I, I obviously can't even put my words all the way around. But I don't know how many times I've seen the Sandlot. It's that. It's the thing that the boys were doing that makes that movie so beautiful and and so uh, dis, such a distillation of why childhood is great. That's the feeling. And there it was, just nine boys and me and the. Head of lacrosse, same thing, same thing today, same thing tomorrow, same thing till August 10th. And that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for Boys. Most of your boys will go to sleep tonight here on the shore, some of them on the island that is their island for the night. Good counselors watching over, loons sounding literally feet away in some cases. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to Kaba Sea as we go to our bus once more. Dear Kaba Sea, dear Kaba Sea, good wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true, will be to you until we meet again.